2: Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Good
3: Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
4: Good morning football, we are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're also live here in New York City. It's Monday, November 21st. Happy Thanksgiving week, y'all. I'm Jamie Urdahl. It's Kyle Brandt. It's Jason McCordy over there. And in for Peter Schrager today, Mike Garofolo. Mm-hmm. After back-to-back losses and all the weather complications, the Bills had to get the hobnobble gobble out of town. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right. Who you knows? this is backwards maybe. Mm-hmm. And say, we're going to have be it, play our game in Detroit twice in five days. Big win. Bills needed it. Jason, which team made the biggest statement, though, on Sunday? Day when you look at the whole scoreboard.
5: Yeah, there were so many uh, teams I felt like that had big ones. Like you look at the Cowboys and their win over Minnesota, and we've been giving them their flowers all show today. And I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. And the reason is they have three games in 12 days. We saw the first of those three versus the New York Jets. They beat a division opponent and are able to move up to third in, in the division now Thanksgiving Day they played the Minnesota Vikings and you would say, hey, alright, it's a quick turnaround, but they'll have the weekend off and they'll be able to prepare. No. After that, the following Thursday, they'll be going against the Buffalo Bills at home. So for them, and the way they played this game defensively, going out there, holding the Jets to just three points, forcing bad Zach Wilson all day long, missed throws at opportunities at some interceptions, didn't come down with it, but they got after them the entire game. And for that organization, Bill Belichick, this is the way they want to win games you play good defense and then your special teams your specialists are special so you hold the team to three points you don't put points on the board yourself other than one field goal mm-hmm. but then you end the game with a marcus jones walk off pump return for a touchdown for bill belichick this would be the great way he designs this game and draws it up we played tremendous throughout the entire game and one play at the end we're able to put the game away on a pump return and What was fun about watching this play, when there's a guy back there, a returner, on the defense, and guys on this punt return blocking, when you have a guy that's dangerous and you know he has the ability to take one to the house, you see guys hustling and running all over except that last block, trying to make a block to spring a guy free because you know what he's capable of. A nice win for the Patriots, a statement. They're still in a playoff hunt, and they've been last in this division. They've kind of been a forgotten thought. They're kind of playing themselves right back into conversation. I hear
6: that. I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders here, and uh, I can hear the eyes rolling around the country right now. Please, you beat a bad Broncos team. You're not very good yourselves. Well, around the country, is, Mike is at the table. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm hearing. But I, and I'll say this: I don't, I don't think that this game is going to have a huge impact on 2022. Yeah. But it's about everything beyond that. And there was a lot on the line in this game for the Raiders, and by that I mean the way that. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams came out this past week and said guys are not putting in the effort and the result for all the effort uh, and things that guys are playing through last week was not representative of all the work and everything, the sacrifice that we're putting in. And Mark Davis, the owner, coming out and supporting Josh McDaniels, you needed that win. You really did. And this is proof that, okay, your team leaders are behaving like team leaders and people are responding mm. to them like team leaders. And your head coach, coincidentally enough, beating the Broncos, the uh, team of which he was the head coach before when it did not go very well, now this was the complete opposite result and this one, a team rallying behind him and coming out with the victory. Again, this is not going to suddenly thrust the Raiders into some kind of playoff push here, but I do believe if they had visions of being a competitive team down the line with Josh McDaniels, they needed that game and they got
3: it for all the struggles they've had Devontae has been incredible i mean the returns Mm -hmm. have been fantastic i think the strongest statement is from the chiefs and that statement being get out of my sight get 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 out of i don't want to talk to you i don't want to look at you because the chiefs and patrick mahomes spent about six months in which the only time you guys aren't talking about how good the afc west is is when you take a break to talk about how much we're going to miss tyreek hill those are the only two topics anybody talked about for months and, you know, I unapologetically like the film Devil Wears Prada. like that movie. Well, come on. I, I don't change the channel. I like it. And I feel like that the Chiefs in the AFC West are the Meryl Streep character and... Hathaway is these plucky little other AFC West teams were trying to impress her so badly and they get their new outfits from Stanley Tucci and we got this new player and this new player and this new player and then they go in front of Meryl Streep and she's just like looking them up and down and she just goes, that's all, goodbye. Get out of my sight, dismissed. I still own this thing. You can go and get any receiver, any pass you want. That's all, goodbye. And just so you know, everyone's expecting the Chiefs to jump the shark. How do you know they're not gonna jump the shark? Because Patrick Mahomes is literally meeting with Henry Winkler. The Fonzarelli was there. 77-year-old Arthur Fonzarelli I, I thought we had a picture of him with Mahomes, which he also took. As far as I understand, this originated on the Rich Eisen show, and he said, I love Mahomes, and then he got there and he got to meet him. and I don't know if Mahomes knew, knows who the hell Henry Winkler is. Maybe he knows him from The Water Boy. Yes. Probably so, rather than Arthur Fonzarelli, but that's how you know. Shout out to Potsy, shout out to the Chiefs. They're still the class, and their statement was, Get out of my sight. Hey! <laughs> Hit the jukebox.
4: Travis Kelsey had a hoodie on that said uh, football, family, and Fonzie. And it was like a Is little, that right? Yeah, he really did. Um, for Fonzie's
3: the- office was in the bathroom. It was right? a little. Strange, but yes,
4: anyway. Patrick Mahomes is very much like, please, <laughs> T Fences, like, bore somebody else with your questions. Which oh, yeah. is very devilish, you know? Of, right? exactly. Miranda was her name, right? Uh, yeah, Miranda <laughs> Priestley. Yeah. Um, the Lions, mm-hmm. the, Lions me, the Lions to me made the biggest statement win of the weekend because the Lions are four games back from the Vikings in the NFC North, and we all know how the Vikings are playing right now. The Lions are three games back out of the wild card, making an NFC playoff. Let's go. They have won three games in a row, and I'm not saying to put up the schedule. I'm just saying that their final six games, I know anybody could go 6-0, but the Lions could. They could go 5-1 because they play the Bills on Thursday, and like yeah. that's going to be a challenge. But put up, put up a pretty dang good fight on Thursday, on Turkey Day, and you have yourselves in the heat of a conversation where, frankly, in September, no one thought you were going to be in. And it is all thanks, in my opinion, to Jamal Williams. Mm. This running back is playing out of his mind right now. DeAndre Swift cannot get over nagging injury after nagging injury. And Jamal Williams, who you remember from Hard Knocks lore, is like, I'm about to cry. I'm getting so emotional. I want to play so hard for you guys. Look at how hard he is playing. He leads the league in rushing touchdowns this season with a dozen. Look at the names that he leads. Yeah. With 12 and he had three in that game against the Giants. Dan Campbell, what did he say in Hard Knocks? He said, I'm gonna just we're gonna pull guys out into the deep end of the ocean <laughs> and yeah, we're just gonna win go because we're just gonna swim longer, then we're gonna tread water. I can't do it as well as Kyle. <laughs> then you can, men. And that's what they did against the Giants yesterday. That's what they're doing this season, is they're just treading water. Hey, and awesome. all of a sudden the Lions are a part of a conversation Rain on Thanksgiving, all? which we used to laugh about on that game, but not not this week.
3: They really did us a solid They did winning. And then we yeah. can talk about they the did, Lions all right? week. Exactly. And they have this incredible thing where they have the Rams draft pick, and since the Rams can't win a game, it's a top five pick right now. So, like, all things are coming up Lions yeah. right now. It's really fun. And this is their week. This and is their Adrian big Huch week. Huch this is their prom. Like,
4: he had a fumble recovery and a pick. No Way doubt. Go, Hutch. All right, it's time to bring in your NFL. Or, uh, yours. He's yours. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. He's our friend, too. Ian, what can you tell us about Kyler Murray's status heading into this Monday Night Football game that we are going to watch from Mexico City, which is awesome.
7: It is going to be awesome, but it's not going to be awesome for Kyler Murray, expected to miss his second straight game here with a hamstring injury, was not able to practice on Wednesday, was limited all week. Usually when you see guys trying to return from hamstring injuries, they need that full practice, need to get out there, really test it, really push it, see if that thing is going to tighten up on him. Kyler Murray not able to do that. So from my understanding, the plan, guys, is to have Cole McCoy start again. And usually a backup quarterback, not a great situation. McCoy played really well last week, and the guys seemed to really play for him. Guys seemed to really like him. Another start for Cole McCoy after a 96.5 passer rating last week. And it does sound like McCoy is going to have DeAndre Hopkins as star receiver. He was also dealing with a hamstring injury, was limited early in the week, maybe some cause for concern. There's some optimism, though, that he goes, so I would expect that to be okay. Meanwhile, one of the injuries we are tracking from yesterday, Matthew Stafford, again, being evaluated for a concussion. Uh, He left the game early on. Obviously, the Rams did not respond in his absence. And remember, uh, Stafford was out with a concussion the previous week, was cleared, came back, now being evaluated for another concussion. you got to imagine he will be placed in the NFL's concussion protocol as they will be cautious with their star quarterback, which means it is very possible that the Rams are playing with their backup quarterback this coming week.
4: That's too bad for Stafford. The Rams have really had a tough go of it recently. Ian Rafford, thank you very much for today. Happy Thanksgiving week to you, my friend. Thanksgiving means football family. Rap sheet giving you the news. We've got you covered all week. Good morning, football. We'll be live on Thursday morning, as we usually are, 7 a.m. Eastern. But then we're followed by a special edition of NFL Game Day mm-hmm. Morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, leading up to Bills-Lions. Wake up with football, please, this Thanksgiving day right here on NFL Network. But still coming up on our show on this beautiful Monday, week 11, came with the side of wild dang, wild endings. Uh, Which player deserves our game balls? Our picks are on the way.
3: Plus, not only that, we all had our eyes out yesterday for the best. Oh, yeah, toe drag swag. That means Nathaniel Eugene Burleson will join us to break down his very favorite
0: catches of the week coming up. Don't go anywhere.
9: With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details. Good
3: morning, football. A guy who knows it's so cold in the D. Welcome to Good Morning Football, Nate. Our brother Jason knows the reference. What
10: up, buddy? How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, baby? Good morning, everybody. Um, Happy Thanksgiving week. And, Kyle, I saw a clip from Kyle's basement where you were talking about Zach Wilson and his thoughts after the game. That was really good, man. If you're not paying attention to Kyle's basement, everybody should tune in. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you, Nate. And, of course, CBS Mornings, Nate's job
3: that he does every single morning there. It covers all kinds of topics, sometimes even football. Nate, after last week's excitement, we were all looking forward to Cowboys-Vikings. We really were. I mean, there's a lot of games here. We really were looking forward to Cowboys-Vikings and it was just a terrible, terrible ass-whooping. What was your takeaway from both of those teams, both Cowboys and Vikings, after watching that
10: thing? Yeah, that was a dud. It was a molly whoppage. As Emmitt Smith once said, that's how you get blowed out. Here's the thing. I can break (laughs) down X's and O's. I can sit here and tell you what didn't work on offense and defense and special teams and what halftime adjustments the Vikings should have made, but I honestly feel like it's bigger than that. I I feel like the Vikings – they were spent from last week. I feel like they gave everything. I feel like they had their, their four-leaf clovers and their rabbit's foot and all these things that helped them combine luck with skill and get that big win in Buffalo. And then all of a sudden, they show up next week and they just don't have the juice. And I'm speaking from firsthand experience. And anybody that's played this game, KB, you know, like when you give everything you got the week before and you're spent physically, emotionally, it's hard to get back up especially in what some people might call a a game where they might have taken uh, the Cowboys lightly because they're at home and and they're coming off of this very momentous game. So I just feel like they left it all on the field last week. They had a dud this week, and hopefully they can pick back up going into the rest of the season.
6: Nate, down in Atlanta, we saw a new NFL record set after Cordero Patterson returned his ninth career kickoff return for a touchdown, opening up an eight-touchdown lead over you, but I don't don't think you've had the last laugh yet that's just my theory Uh, what was your reaction to seeing Patterson Uh, set this new mark for now Cordell Patterson belongs in the Hall of Fame hear me out here we go
10: here's the thing we all believe that Devin Hester is a Hall of Famer right and rightfully so Devin Hester has five kickoff return TDs 14 punt return TDs which is crazy he has 17 offensive TDs around 3500 offensive total yards Cordell Patterson is a beast by far the best kickoff returner we have ever seen Now, he's not much of a punt returner. I think he has a goose egg in that category. But offensively, he has 34 offensive touchdowns, almost 5,000 yards offensively. Now you add in the nine kickoff returns, which this is like a thing that people don't even do anymore. This is so retro. Who's returning kickoffs? Cordell Patterson is returning kickoffs. So I truly believe if we're going to sit here and say Devin Hester, which I believe, Devin Hester belongs in the Hall of Fame. You got to put Cordell Patterson here. I don't make up a new category. He is one of the most, if not the most, versatile football players to ever strap up the pads. So yeah, shout out to Cordell Patterson.
5: Yeah, I love that. All facts spoken. Nate, you're a guy. Three punt returns for touchdowns yourself. So give you a little bit of your no, flowers or no. do as well. Thanks, and man. Something thanks, that you're Hall thanks, of man. Fame at is you know how to identify the feet on these catches. The toe drag, swag, <laughs> <laughs> Hall of Fame pre- presentation you put on. Who are you choosing from yesterday's games?
10: Yeah, I mentioned that the Vikings game was a dud earlier just so we could segue into you introducing Jack Swag because I love that milk dud that you show up with every day. But let's get to the drag Swag, though. You know what I mean? Did you see these right. catches? Yeah, there were a few of them, but one really stood out. CeeDee Lamb just, just parking his car on the sideline, just waiting for Dak Prescott to throw a dime. I mean, he anchored his feet, and then he went out there. Michael Jackson, Billy Jean, lean with it. Or oh, it was a smooth criminal. I think there might have been. Smooth criminal. But listen, the feet on the sideline, he catches the ball and then gets the toes as his body and his hands land on the other side of the line. I mean, I haven't seen a CD like this make a catch since my Studebaker CD Walkman when it was, you know, skipping before the technology set in. You remember yep, how you used yep, to catch yep. the CDs You out there running around? That anti-skip technology right. was a game changer. But yeah, shout out it to was. CD Lamb. That was the best Toe Jack swag of the week.
4: And you would kind of like you adjust it, the angle in case it was, but then sure. when the CD yeah, right. likes it just right, right, right? And then it wouldn't skip. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, Nate, there's a doozy of a Monday Night Football game going on in Mexico City tonight, which I think is fantastic. It'll be yeah. cool to see the coverage from there. But it's Cardinals. It's Niners Kyler Murray uh, is injured what are we expecting from tonight's matchup
10: yeah yeah, we got the, the big Riddler question mark when it comes to Kyler Murray's health. It's just going to be tough for the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what to make of this team. It seems like the further we get into the season, um, it seems like their identity is, is starting to fall apart. On the flip side, San Francisco 49ers, they're adding pieces. They bring in CMC and they're starting to make plays offensively. And of course, defensively, they can get after quarterbacks and they haven't even really scratched the surface in getting George Kittle the ball. So just imagine what they're going to do. Mark my words. November December will be George Kittle's months of him just going completely off. Mm little banged up early in the season. Now he's going to get healthy, and they will start feeding him the rock. And then once you have the tight ends, wide receivers, and, of course, the running backs making plays, San Francisco is going to be tough to stop.
3: That's it, Nate. You're always tough to stop, right? Especially in that three-piece. You look good. You sound good on a Monday morning after a
10: long Sunday. We love you, baby. We'll see you Friday, okay?
4: Happy Thanksgiving.
10: Love you too, man. See you Friday. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat up. All right. Yeah,
4: that's what I'm talking about. Time for GMFB Game Ball, where we highlight the best performances of the week. Jason, who earned your game ball in week 11? I
5: am giving my game ball to Mike McCarthy, head football coach of the Dallas Cowboys. They were under a storm this past week. Yes, the Green Bay Packers came back and beat them. Dak Prescott threw the ball 40 something times. They gave up a ton of yards the past two games on the ground. Mike McCarthy had these guys ready to play, putting up 40 points, shutting down the Minnesota Vikings. We don't often talk about Mike McCarthy when the Cowboys do something good. Give him his credit. He had these guys ready to play, and they got the job done.
6: I'm going to give my game ball to Cordero Patterson, which is interesting because I'm told that the touchdown, uh, the ball that he had on the touchdown, uh, he doesn't know where it is. Apparently he was taken away from it. Is on his way to Canton, I believe, because he set the record for most kickoff return touchdowns. And I would also add a piece of that game ball that nobody knows where it is right now uh, to Arthur Smith and the Falcons coaching staff because I'm told that it was important for them to give Cordero Patterson a chance to break that record mm. so uh, good on them for not only doing what's helping the team but also giving the guy a chance for his shine and he certainly took advantage of it
4: stayed up late to change my game ball to, one, Chris Jones from the Kansas City Chiefs mm. defense because, my goodness, he is sneaky having a fantastic year for this defense. And I, I need a participatory game ball. You guys help me out? Because Chris Jones did a post-game interview with NBC. Okay, you guys come over here. Yeah. And I just need you to, to just, like, kneel down a little bit. Like, not all the way down, just kneel. And then here's Chris Jones with this microphone. This is what that man looked like talking to those NBC guys on this table. Oh, look at yeah, how yeah. small they all yeah. look. The and Chris guys. Jones is over here like, I am him. I have a dog in <laughs> yeah, me. Uh, Chris Jones. <laughs> he is a dude. He played fantastic last night. Yeah, you just have to stay like that. That is game cool. ball Tyler, He looked my guy. massive during that interview.
3: So it's a feel-good kind of week here, Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Let's start the feel-good stories early. Uh, the story of the weekend was the Bills having to move to play the game in Detroit. And we've talked about it a lot. And maybe it's a little bit of a bummer if you're a Bills fan who can't go to the game. But the silver lining is, imagine if you are a huge Buffalo Bills fan who lives in Detroit. Mm. And imagine you're a kid named Nate Stacy. And your incredible mom Cassie surprises you with this.
5: We're going to the Bills, baby. No, we're not.
3: Yeah, we are.
7: No we're not. Row nine. No we're not. Behind home. No we're not. Yes, we are. I just bought them.
0: No we're not.
7: Yes, we are. No we're not. Yes, we are. No we're not. No we're not.
0: No we're not. I promise you. Really? I promise. Yes! You're welcome. You're welcome.
7: It's
3: incredible, and off he runs to go get his bill stuff. Can you imagine that? Oh. That is Nate. He lives in Detroit, and his mom Cassie got tickets to go to the game. And he won't believe—he just can't believe it. He can't believe it. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yes, they are, and they went. He's got his hat. He's got his family. He's got his cool Josh Allen jersey. He got to see a Josh Allen win. Look at—he's in the crowd. There's that Diggs throwing balls into yeah. yep. the crowd. Yep. Amazing. Congrats to the Stacy family. also—I want to point out that video. They already have their chimneys hung by. they are their by the chimney with care. Mm-hmm. What? A, they're way ahead of the. Game got to go, and as all the emotions wrapped up in this game with the Bills being displaced from Buffalo, here's a winner right there. Nate, Stacy, and your incredible mom, Cassie, you guys get the game ball, and you deserve it, and you got a Bills win. That's awesome. We Happy make a lot of
6: references on this show to Stacy's mom. That's the best one right there. Good she job. got it going on. She got it going on. Good that was
2: Indeed. fantastic.
4: You it's really and are cool.
6: both have your
5: trees. Wait to have Christmas
4: tree up, baby. That's the only thing you saw.
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your
8: podcasts. That's my my
9: (laughs) Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic, with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's lee acom forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
5: Boys roll. They win huge with a 40 3 victory. They're celebrating or having a blast coming off the comeback loss to the Green Bay Packers last week. They got it done. Let's hear from both quarterbacks. Each with their sights set on Thanksgiving Day matchups. Let's start with the victorious one. Dak Prescott, what do you have to say?
6: You got to take it one game at a
5: time and Right now, obviously, the challenge is handling success. And just having a game like this, 43 in the NFL, is it's tough to, 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 tough to do. So being able to do that, we've got to yeah put this behind us and know that we've got to go out there and we're as good as our last game. And so we've got to turn the page and, and go put
0: another one together on Thursday. Not good enough tonight, got to play better. And um, with a short week this week, it's important that we uh, get right back to it. You know, we've been winning as a team on, on this last several weeks of wins. And now we, we've lost as a team and we got to bounce back.
4: Lopsided is the Minnesota nice way of so describing yeah. that game that went down between the Cowboys and the Vikings <laughs> yesterday. It was a 40-3 to 3 shellacking in yeah. Minnesota. The, but the Jersey
6: way, way is dog bleep, by the way. Yep, yeah. exactly.
4: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. who defined that game more for you a lot from a lopsided victory for the Cat. Cow- was it the Cowboys win or the Vikings loss?
3: Very good question, Jamie. Thank you. And I'm going to say it's the Vikings loss. Yeah. I love the Vikings. Yeah. I, I love a lot about them and what they're made of. But, like, they're grounded go to your room I don't want to see you I don't don't, I don't want to talk to you don't give me that look you better not slam the door when you get up there and no electronics in there no phone no to just get up there and just think for a while it's not even that they lost okay They, they lose a tight game against Dallas at home it's still not great but like just to not even show up the problem is this confirms so many things and so many slights in the media and so many hashtag narratives that people don't believe. And then you, you want to go out there and be like, no, no, no like, we're, we're really for real. We're big time. We're late window. No, you're not. No, <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. And you know what the problem is, is like when you when you have to you ground your kid or something like that, you do it this time of year. Like Christmas is coming. It's Thanksgiving. So you don't really have any conviction you your grounding because you can't have the kid grounded in Christmas, Thanksgiving. So sure enough, we got to see these guys in three days, guys, on primetime, a national game against the Patriots. Like, they they don't deserve to play that game. I just want them to, like, play 1 p.m. windows for the next six weeks, and we'll see if you've grown up when the playoffs come around, which you'll be in. But until then, just I'm not mad at the Vikings. Disappointed. I'm disappointed in the Vikings, <laughs> and they should be disappointed in themselves.
4: Um, yes. that's,
5: that's
3: just, It's rough. What
4: do you have that's to rough. say for yourself?
5: Yeah, I love that. Being an identical twin, I like the analogy you just said, like, You're grounded. Go up to your room. Well, the one thing is when your brother got in trouble and he gets grounded, if you're the one doing things the right way, then you get a chance to celebrate. So, Mm. Cowboys, we're going to celebrate you. We're going out to Red Lobster. When I was a (laughs) kid, whenever you got good grades, you graduated, Red Lobster was the spot. That was it? And we always went. Like, that was like, (laughs) you only go there maybe once a year. So, me and the Cowboys, that's where we are going. Nice. We killed them all last week. They come back, the Green Bay Packers come back from behind, they win that game. Mike McCarthy slamming the headset, and it's just like, hey, they had a disappointing loss. The Vikings had an emotional, crazy win. Who's gonna show up more? These Cowboys, they executed with perfection. The game plan was drawn up great. Defensively, they shut them down, only allowing this team three points. Offensively, they put up 40 points. That goes from good coaching and then players going out there and executing it. Tony Pollard, after the game, talked about that 68-yard play, said that was one we put in this week for this game. So getting ready and going out there and performing after a letdown loss, all credit goes to the Dallas Cowboys. They figured out a way to bounce back and get it done. I think on top of that, this is their identity. Stick to it. Run the football and play good defense. Awesome.
6: I'm, I'm pretty sure something, I, I accomplished something, and that was my reward was to go to Red Lobster. Is that yeah. right? And I'd never had it before. I mean, it was maybe. Te- my parents are watching. Dad, texts me. Mom, she probably remembers more than him. And I remember dunking the lobster in the butter and going, why do I have to do that? This uh-huh. thing should be special enough to uh-huh. not have to dip it in drawn butter. Uh-huh. Pretty sure if I dipped a steak in drawn butter, yeah. it would be that much better <laughs> as well. I'm really torn on something today, and I'm going to ask Jason McCourty, who has played in the NFL before to tell me whether it matters or not. And it is that. The NFL usually is like NBA Jam, right? And, and literally, the only way you can get blown out in NBA Jam is if you're playing, and, and he just leaves the controller just yeah. sitting there. Yeah, it's even the still only it's hard. way it's because of impossible. of computer assistance. Yeah, the Vikings left the controller sitting there, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it was 23-3, to 3, then they had the Pollard, and you're like, all right, eventually they're going to score, and you're going to say, well, the final score was not yeah. indicative of how much right. of a blowout this game. They don't make a run. It never happened. They never made a run. There was no run. I know. There was no <laughs> late touchdown just to be like, hey, we're here, we're good. Like yeah. you know, there was nothing they carried into the locker room to say, well, at least we had that late in the game. Does it matter? I think it matters. I'm, I'm talking about disappointed. I'm very disappointed that the yeah. Vikings at some point didn't do anything. So, Jason, you tell me, because to me it's a bad sign. It matters because this is
5: a good Vikings football team.
6: Yeah. I, there's been times in my career where I was on bad teams. And
5: I remember we lost to New England 59 to zip. Uh, we talked about last week got played Green Bay. We lost like 55 to 7. I was on a bad football team. where like, We weren't going to the playoffs. We weren't doing anything that yeah. season. For this Vikings team, going. though, they're going they're to gonna the have playoffs. a home playoff game. They have a chance to do some special things. So to lose that game and to never put up any fight at no point, even when the score is ugly, like get some points on the board. Cowboys are probably playing zone. They're playing soft, and they still didn't show much fight. That was very disappointing.
6: I, I think, think it's Panthers bad. Play. The reason why I say I, I'm, I'm not sure is because the Panthers recently had a horrible loss, and then just like the Vikings in a short week, came back and then. Beat the Falcons, so maybe you can flush it, but it's just hard to not see Mm. any fight at all.
4: So we're kind of circling this uh, dog ownership universe right now on the show today. We've had a lot of conversations about them. That game yesterday. Was when you're walking your dog and you come upon somebody else, the dog's on the leash, and you, is your dog nice? You kind of mm-hmm. look at each other and you're like, no, he's really nice. And like, you kind of just want them to go up and say hi, nose to nose, and then go on your way. Yeah. And then some dogs, the submissive ones, will just lay down and like put their stomachs <laughs> in the air and be like, I, whatever you want to do to greet me, All like that's yours. fine. <laughs> that's what happened between the Vikings the Cowboys history. And then if your dog does that, you're yeah. looking at the other one and be like, well, come on, man, like get up. Like, at least you like, don't just do that. Just say hi. And keep walking, or like yeah. get at his neck for like a second. Just one, little, just one yeah. little, just one little ear nip. Like, yeah. you don't have to just put your feet in the air and look up. That is what happened to the Vikings and the Cowboys yesterday. The Cowboys came into your house. You were a home underdog, and you could have had this really cute historical statistical line where you could have been the first eight-win team to be a home underdog and win the game. Yeah. And they laid on their backs. Like yeah. it was just, it wasn't good. The Cowboys looked so good. They look so powerful. And like props to them because they have a gauntlet of a division for them to play in. Yeah. And they They could look really good in the playoffs, but wow. Yeah. So good.
3: Vikings have one of those cones on their head doing you know, <laughs> one of those things. They're walking into sliding point, glass doors. and it's, You're
4: just avoiding. Okay. Like, you see the dog come down the side, you go to the other sidewalk. Yeah, That's how you feel about the Vikings. The
3: crazy right. thing is, those two teams not only might meet in the playoffs, it's a probable yeah. playoff match. So we have to run this one back. Yeah. We're going to have
4: uh Let's run Ian Rappaport back, shall we? Our NFL Network insider joining us now. The Cowboys are going to get a big win. They have a big win heading into Thanksgiving. Could they be getting another huge score after Thanksgiving? I know where this is going.
7: I don't know if you guys know this, but Odell Beckham Jr. is a free agent. We haven't mentioned that a lot. It's been kind of an under-the-radar storyline over the last couple months, but he is a free agent. He is rounding into shape. He is recovering from that ACL tear and getting to a point very shortly where he'd be able to take and pass a physical from a team, which means he would be ready to sign soon. The timetable given to me was late November or early December. We are almost there, and my understanding, this is something I reported with colleague Tom Pelissero, over the weekend is that Odell Beckham Jr. plans to visit at least two teams after Thanksgiving, the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. And of course, the Giants would be an incredible, improbable reunion of one of their former draft picks, who of course they eventually traded. And if it's the Dallas Cowboys, it would be the culmination of a very public love affair uh, between the Cowboys and Beckham. He, of course, was tweeting about them yesterday. Players tweeting back, come on then, come on then. We'll see where this goes, but at least two visits planned for after Thanksgiving.
4: uh, There's been a lot of like putting the Mm -hmm. comments on Instagram and then like people have been sliding into his DMs and like we're waiting for the ultimate you follow a team, the team follows you back kind Mm -hmm. of commitment. We'll see if it comes this week. Thank you very much, Sheets. I love that. This is such a great time of year. It's food, it's family, it's football. I'm here for all of it. Huge week here on Good Morning Football. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones is going to join the show on Wednesday ahead of their matchup against the Giants on Thanksgiving. And then we will be here Thursday morning to wake up with you, get you ready for Turkey Day and a beautiful slate of games. That's all this week on Good Morning Football.
2: Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to
0: helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them.